Good morning, and welcome to another edition of the Legacy of Queens right here on Anchor. This is episode number 10, and today we are attributing a man who is still doing commentating and sportscasting. Yes, the American sportscaster. Who is he? Well, he's honored for his work as a member of the Basketball Hall of Fame, and he's commonly referred to as the voice of basketball. From 1967 to 2004, he was also known as the voice of the New York Knicks. And he currently works for Turner Sports as the lead announcer for NBA games on TNT. And in addition to working extensively in both professional and college basketball, he has experience calling a variety of other sports, such as American football, ice hockey, horse racing, boxing, and tennis. He's called the play-by-play of eight Super Bowls, nine NBA Finals, seven Stanley Cup Finals, and he has also called the Wimbledon Tennis Championships for TNT with his cohorts Jim Courier and Mary Carrillo and has also worked as a co-host and reporter for two World Series. Who are we tributing today on Episode 10 of The Legacy of Queens? The legendary man himself, Marv Alvert right now on The Legacy of Queens. Glad that you're with us here for a special Friday edition of the Legacy of Queens. We have two Legacies episodes going to be recorded for you today and be put in the archives on Anchor. The first, of course, is episode 10, which was supposed to be Sunday's episode on January 24th. But today on Friday, January 29th, we'll be looking at Marv Albert, the legendary sportscaster. Later on in the program... On a later series, episode number 11, we'll tribute the man who just passed away just last weekend, a longtime interviewer, Larry King. And this coming Sunday, on January 31st, which is our regularly scheduled back-to-normal things of going on, we'll look at Bernie Madoff. Yes, Bernie Madoff. I kid you not. <laughs> Bernie Madoff. We, we had a... Um, what I like to call, we had a uh, commentary on him. Yes, Bernie Madoff. He, he is the uh, entrepreneur and uh, kind of like the guy, but he was born right in New York City. So he has a special kind of thing here, and we'll, of course, advertise that today on our show. Hopefully you'll follow along with us, of course, from the Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia. And we begin, of course, with Marv Albert in the early life. So Albert was born to a Jewish family in Brooklyn, where he went to Abraham Lincoln High School. His family members owned a grocery store on Brighton Beach Avenue between 3rd and 4th Streets, known as Offrichting. Offrichting, yeah. He attended Syracuse University's Newhouse School of Public Communications from 1960 through the 63. 
1962, he served as the voice of the AAA Syracuse Chiefs. He graduated from New York University in 1965. Albert worked his first Knicks game on January 27th of 1963 on WCBS Radio, filling in for his mentor, Marty Glickman, who was away in Europe. The game was against the Celtics at the Boston Garden. Beginning in 1967 and lasting 37 years, Albert served as the voice of the Knicks on radio and television, getting his start by being a ball boy for the Knicks before getting his first break on New York radio from sportscaster Marty Glickman. Before being let go by James L. Dolan, the chairman of the MSG Network and Cablevision, after Albert criticized the team's poor play on air in 2004. It was said that Albert's high salary was also a factor. His son, Kenny Albert, has been a part-time play-by-play announcer for the Knicks since 2009, filling in whenever the elder Albert's successor, Mike Breen, is unavailable. Well, Albert was the lead play-by-play broadcaster for the NBA on NBC for most of its run from 1990 to 2002, calling every NBA Finals during that time frame, except for 98, 99, and 2000, which were called by Bob Costas in the wake of Albert's arrest for sexual assault. Now, Albert resumed his previous position for the 2000-2001 season and called Game 4 of the 2002 NBA Finals, which was the final NBA telecast on NBC. During his time on NBC, Albert continued as the lead play-by-play man for the New York Knicks on local MSG network telecasts, and began calling national games for TNT in 1999 as well. And when he regained the lead broadcaster position on NBC, he continued to call play-by-play for both networks until the end of NBC's coverage in 2002. Now, Albert continues to lead, to be the lead play-by-play announcer for the NBA games on TNT, a position he has assumed, or he assumed in 1999. Indeed, TNT has become his primary commitment ever since his longest employer, his longtime employer, NBC, lost the NBA broadcasting rights in 2002, which may have played a role in his departure from the Knicks broadcast booth. The Knicks reportedly wanted Albert to accept a salary commensurate with his reduced Knicks schedule, but also weren't happy about Albert making what Knicks management felt were overly critical comments about their team despite their losing record. In basketball, his most famous call is his simple yes for a basket, rendered in many many variations of volume and length depending on the situation. On April 17th of 2002, shortly after calling a game between the Indiana Pacers and the Philadelphia 76ers on TNT, both Albert and color analyst Mike Fratello were injured in a limo accident in Trenton, New Jersey. Albert sustained facial lacerations, a concussion, and a sprained ankle. The 2002 NBA playoffs was set to begin two days later, with Albert scheduled to call multiple games that week. Bob Costas filled in for those games, and Albert returned to call Game 1 of the Western Conference semifinals between the Dallas Mavericks and the Sacramento Kings. In 2005, Albert officially became the lead play-by-play man for the New Jersey Nets franchise, starting to calling their games on the Yes Network. 
often teaming with Brooklyn native and NBA veteran Mark Jackson. With that, the Nets had employed all three Albert brothers during their franchise's history. Al started his broadcast career with the Nets during the, their ABA days, while Steve Albert called Nets games during the late 70s and 80s. And beginning with the 2008-09 season, Albert was also paired with his TNT broadcast colleague Mike Fratello on the Yes Network. However, when the Nets struggles in the 2009-2010 season, Nets management relegated Albert to secondary play-by-play. Since then, Ian Eagle has taken over the broadcast. In 2011, Albert left the Yes Network to join CBS Sports for NFL and NCAA tournament coverage. Albert hosts a basketball-focused interview show on NBA TV, which also airs on Yes. He also hosted Dazzling Dunks and Basketball Bloopers VHS tape by uh, NBA Entertainment in 1988. And since 2003, Albert has also been providing the play-by-play voice of the on the NBA Live video game series from EA Sports, a role he fulfilled until NBA Live 10. From 2011 to 2015, Albert announced the NCAA's Men's Division I Basketball Championship tournament games, the result of longtime tournament broadcaster CBS handing off some of its coverage to Turner Sports. In February of 2016, Albert and Turner Sports announced that he would no longer call NCAA tournament games, stating that calling four games in one day during the first round and a total of six matches in three days during the first two rounds was too much for his 74-year-old voice to handle. Albert said that he felt it was wiser, it was the wiser move to go primarily NBA and his stage. So in addition to the Knicks, Albert had a lengthy tenure beginning in 1965, calling the games of another Madison Square Garden tenant, the New York Rangers. And he handled the radio call of the Rangers' Stanley Cup clinching victory in 1994. He also famously coined the nickname Red Light for radio analyst Sal Messina, who was a former Rangers goaltender. His signature play-by-play phrase was, kick, save, and a beauty. Over his years as the Rangers broadcaster, Albert missed a large number of games for other commitments. Many other broadcasters filled in, including several who later served long stints for other NHL teams, including Howie Rose, Mike Emmerich, and John Kelly, as well as Albert's brothers, Al and Steve. Now, it was Albert's absence from Gate 7 of the Rangers' Devils conference championship game that led to Rose's famed Matau, Matau baseball. And Albert left the Rangers after the 94-95 season. At the same time, Rose took the job as a play-by-play announcer of the New York Islanders. Albert's son, Kenny, replaced him and has been the radio voice of the Rangers ever since. Kenny also calls NHL and Olympic ice hockey for NBC Sports and has served as the national radio voice of the Stanley Cup Finals since 2016. From 73 to 76, Albert called radio broadcasts of New York Giants football games, succeeding Marty Glickman after the latter defected to the New York Jets. 
Albert was also the lead play-by-play voice of the Westwood One Radio Network's NFL coverage from 2002 to 2009 seasons, calling Monday Night Football as well as numerous playoff games in every Super Bowl from 2003 to 2010. June 4, 2010, it was announced that Albert was leaving his NFL on Westwood One duties. He was succeeded by Kevin Harlan. June 6, 2011, it was announced Albert was joining CBS Sports to call play-by-play for the NFL on CBS. Albert was usually teamed with Rich Gannon on broadcast. May 29th of 2014, Albert stepped down from the calling the NFL on CBS to focus more on his basketball duties for TNT and CBS. Others NBC Sports included play-by-play announcing by the NFL, and by 1983, Albert was the number two play-by-play man behind Dick Annenberg. Usually alternating the second-half role, NFL-wise, to the two... I'm sorry. Um... Let's see, Albert was the number two play-by-play man behind Dick Enberg, usually alternating the secondary NFL role year-to-year with Don Creaky. College basketball teaming with Bucky Walter Waters on Big East ECACA games, horse racing, boxing, often working with Ferdy Pacheco, and subsequently Sugar Ray Leonard when NBC relaunched boxing under the premier boxing champions umbrella. Now, the NHL All-Star Games, Albert called the NHL All-Star Game with John Davidson on NBC from 1990 to 1994. Major League Baseball, as well as hosting baseball studio and pregame shows, including NBC's coverage of the 1986 and 1988 World Series, alongside Bob Costas. And he also spent 13 years as the sports director of the network's flagship station, WNBC-TV, in New York. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we'll pick it up with more of Marv Albert. Right after this, with some soul searching.
All right, welcome back to the Legacy of Queens, episode 10 on this special Friday edition of our show on January 29th, 2021. We're... Of course, tributing Marv Albert, who's still to this day doing a lot of great stuff and still will always be known as the voice of the Knicks. Albert made 53 guest appearances on David Letterman's late night talk show for NBC and CBS. Each time Albert appeared, he brought with him a group of clips featuring sports bloopers and outstanding plays, which he narrated and dubbed the Albert Achievement Awards. The music accompanying the bloopers was 12th Street Rag. Albert was placed number 14 on David J. Halberstam's list of top 50 all-time network television sports announcers on Yahoo Sports. He appears on Perfect Sense Part 2 on Roger Waters' 1992 album Amused to Death, commentating on a military attack in the manner of a sports report. Albert's voice is imitated in the popular video game NBA Jam. The announcer was modeled on Albert, although there is no mention of Albert in the game, and the announcer was actually voiced by Tim Kills Killsrow. He's got some honors and awards. He gets he had the Cable Ace Award six times, Kurt Gowdy Media Award awarded by the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame in 1997, American Sports. Casters Association, Sportscaster of the Year, play-by-play in 96. Other honorees included Sportscaster of the Year, studio host Chris Berman, Hall of Fame inductee Jack Whitaker, sports legend Joe Frazier, and honorary sportscaster Dr. Henry Kissinger. He won an Emmy for national sports five times, for New York three times. Nassau County Sports Hall of Fame inducted in 2006. The National Jewish Museum Sports Hall of Fame inducted in 1992. New York Sports State Sportscaster of the Year 20 times. And the National Sportscasters and Sports Writers Association Hall of Fame inducted in 2014. But Albert became embroiled in a sexual assault scandal in 1997. A 42-year-old woman named Vanessa Perhash accused Albert of throwing her onto a bed biting her and then forcing her to perform oral sex after a February 12, 1997 argument in his Pentagon City hotel room. DNA testing linked Albert to genetic material taken from the bite marks and from semen in Perhak's underwear. Well, during the trial, testimony was presented from another woman, Patricia Maston, who told the jury Albert had bitten her on two different occasions in 93 and 94 in Miami and Dallas hotels respectively which she viewed as unwanted sexual advances. Advances. Mazden claimed that in Dallas, Albert called her to his hotel room to help him send a fax, only for her to find him wearing white panties and a garter belt. Albert maintained that Perhack had requested that he bite her and denied her accusation he had asked her to bring another man into their sexual affair. He described the recorded conversation of hers with the police on the night of the incident as an Academy Award performance. After tests proved that the bite marks were his, he pleaded guilty to misdemeanor assault charges and battery charges. And while the sodomy charges were dropped, Albert was given a 12-month suspended sentence. Consequently, NBC, for which Albert worked for over 20 years, fired him shortly before the 97-98 NBA season began on the NBA on NBC. 
Bob Costas took over for Albert on the basketball side in the 97-98 season before stepping down after the 2000 NBA Finals for Albert's return. NBC brought Albert back less than two years later, and he was the network's main play-by-play man for the 2000 to 2001 uh, and two, uh, for, he was there from 2000 to 2002. So he was there for two seasons, including the finals, working with Doug, Doug Collins and later Bill Walton and Steve Jones. NBA, NBC lost the rights to the NBA to ABC following the 2001-2002 seasons. And he's, of course, had a lot of partners, uh, broadcasting partners, that is, and we... Uh, He's even had Steve Snapper Jones help him, Mike Fratello, Walt Frazier, Matt Gukas, and you probably heard of a lot of these. Jeff Van Gundy, Bucky Waters, Chris Weber, and the list goes on. And that, my friends, is a look at the man who's still doing his years currently. He's still to the present. The man, the voice of basketball, Marv Albert. And we attribute this man, and we hope that he continues at the age of 79 to continue what he does best. Give us the best in sports casting. Well, coming up later on this afternoon, we will look at the man who has interviewed over 50,000 people and has had a show on for 25 years as him being the same host. We'll talk about Larry King later on this afternoon. Then on Sunday, we'll talk about... Bernie Madoff. All of that coming up. And don't forget today, it's Friday, January 29th, 2021. Episode number seven of the Decanio Discussion comes to you today with a look at anything and everything. The national holidays, the top stories, uh, the headlines. And we'll come up with a pretty good amount of the stories to talk about, including the passing of another legacy person, Cloris Leachman who passed away yesterday at the age of 94. We'll look at her life on this edition of Episode 7 of the DiCanio Discussion. I'm Jason DiCanio, hoping you had a great day with us today. We'll see you later on this afternoon. And remember that whether you're being bombarded with problems, responsibilities, even insurmountable hurdles, when looked at as a test... You always have a chance to succeed in the sense of rising above that which is challenging you. Oh, yes. Remember, friends, don't sweat the small stuff. You never know what's going to happen. We'll see you later on in the program for Episode 11 of The Legacy of Queens featuring the legendary Larry King. We'll see you then. Bye for now.